Episode 1, The Esoteric Kingdom Welcome to the eeriest place on Earth. It may not look it. The owners and secret masters who oversee this land try very hard to hide it. But the undeniable fact is this. Walt Disney World sits atop the largest ley line nexus in the Western Hemisphere, making it a hot point for every kind of supernatural phenomena. Walt Disney World's millions of annual visitors come to enjoy ingeniously crafted wonders and feel transported to a magical kingdom where fairy tales can come true, princesses roam free, and thrills are safely contained and channeled along carefully imagineered tracks. But behind the facade and below the hidden tunnels, ancient energies churn and strain against their constraints. These secret, esoteric forces have saturated this land since before the first humans settled in Florida over 13 millennia ago. For much of that time, they have remained dormant beneath the earth. But since May 30, 1967, when that ground was broken and construction began, Disney World has been tapping into powerful currents that are almost impossible to contain. Epcult.com and this walking tour will delve into these mysterious occult forces. We have risked our minds, our souls, our very futures to bring you this information, and despite the forces arrayed against us, we will endeavor to shine the light of truth into those dark shadows that shroud it. Once you know these truths, these esoteric wonders and horrors, I promise you, you'll never see this world the same way again. Walt Disney World encompasses within its 47 square miles not just one, but seven ley-line nexus points, places of tremendous esoteric instability. The term ley-line was coined by Alfred Watkins in his book The Old Straight Track from 1925. He uses it to describe ancient roads and ferry paths that he'd identified in England. The phrase was used in turn by John Michel in his book the view over Atlantis, to describe esoteric energies. Today, expert paraphysicists and researchers like myself have adopted the term ley line to identify the paths of esoteric energy that flow unseen across the surface of the globe. Occultists, magicians, alchemists, theurgists, and demonologists have studied these flows for all of human history, but the traditional sciences and religions deny their existence. Their presence often correlates to reports of hauntings, supernatural interventions, and temporal disruptions, especially in locales where two or more ley lines cross paths. We term these crossings nexus points, and the more ley lines that converge, the more powerful the nexus. Interconnected networks of ley lines like the ones in Walt Disney World are extremely rare, and we use the term mandala to describe them. Since the first nexus points were discovered along the banks of the river where Kissimmee now sits, the entire esoteric expanse is known as the Kissimmee Ley Line Mandala. It is one of the most remarkable places on Earth, and it has a dark history. Local oral traditions describe a secret monastic order based in St. Augustine that had been monitoring the Ley Line Mandala since the early 1600s. There are only a few hints of the monks in any of the archives I've examined, but they conform to the folk tales. 
the unnamed order is said to have maintained a network of standing stones throughout central Florida, which served to keep dangerous occult forces in check. Since the one surviving example of such a stone predates the arrival of the Spanish by over 400 years, it seems likely that the monks were in fact carrying on spiritual responsibilities taken from local Native American tribes who had been ruthlessly displaced by European invaders. The last remnants of the order seem to have finally disappeared in the late 1960s or early 1970s. A self-published anonymous tract entitled The Kissimmee Terror from 1977 claims the order was destroyed by demonic spirits in 1970, but I find this document untrustworthy and sensationalist. While there are police and newspaper records of unexplained deaths in St. Augustine, and increased accident rates during the construction of Disney World in 1970 that correspond to the memoir's account, those were matters of public record and likely served as fodder for the author's deranged mind. There are many strangenesses in the Kissimmee Leyline Mandala, but the existence of an enormous, homicidal swamp creature remains unsubstantiated at this time. Whatever this mystery monastic order knew about the area was lost when it vanished. For a reliable early analysis of the region's esoteric energies, we must thank one Cornelia Reyes. Her map of the region's ley lines was the first complete survey of the Mandela's occult forces. A naturally gifted psychic, Reyes had been a colleague of Cyrus Reed Teed in his attempt to prove the hollow earth theory. In 1903, Reyes left Teed's Koreshanity religious sect in Estero, Florida, after a reportedly volatile confrontation with Teed and some of his supporters. Reyes had come to the correct conclusion that the earth is not hollow, but is instead enmeshed in a lattice of esoteric energy. Reyes and a handful of fellow explorers fled into the swamps, and spent the next three years following the ley lines, which she called spirit rivers, wherever they led. Multiple reports attest to her attuning her psychic abilities to the esoteric frequencies of the ley lines, allowing her to telekinetically move her canoe through the water without aid of paddle, sail, or engine. As my former research assistant has pointed out, this mode of travel is not unlike what guests to the Magic Kingdom experience in attractions like It's a Small World and Pirates of the Caribbean. The map of the Kissimmee ley line mandala that Reyes produced was etched on lead tablets in order to resist the rot and deterioration of the swampy environment. It is now in the hands of a private collector, but I have photographs of it. My own investigations, using these photographs and more modern ley line survey equipment, have confirmed that her map is 93% accurate as far as it goes. Unfortunately, Cornelia Reyes only managed to map six of the seven nexus points. According to her one surviving follower, in 1905, she was exploring the largest nexus, which sits under what is today the Magic Kingdom, when tragedy struck. Complaining of powerful headaches, Reyes collapsed in something very like an epileptic fit, and then fell into a coma. Then, three of her four companions began speaking in her voice, shouting over each other and then running off into the surrounding forest. The sole survivor ran to nearby Kissimmee for help, but by the time he returned... The other three were dead from self-inflicted wounds, and Reyes had vanished without a trace. 
There are similar, although less deadly, reports of psychics, mediums, and prophets experiencing traumatic phenomena in the Kissimmee Ley Line Mandala for the next 60 years, but they are all of the sort easily dismissed by skeptics as folk tales and rumors. By the time Walt Disney began acquiring property in the area, few remembered Reyes, the mysterious monks, or the esoteric legacy of this region. Did the Disney Corporation know about the Kissimmee Ley Line Mandala when they chose this location for their enormous new theme park? Was it bad luck that led them to the spot, or some other force? Did they want to tap into the powerful esoteric forces here? My research delves into all of these questions, and thus far I have found no definitive answers. But as this walking tour will make clear to you, the powers that control this land are certainly very aware of the Kissimmee Ley Line Mandala now are engaged in a constant struggle to contain its energies. About this tour. I have devoted the last seven years of my life to researching the Kissimmee Ley Line Mandala and its manifestations within Disney World. Before that, I was a respected and successful paraphysical researcher and post-paranormal stress counselor certified by the Zagreb Institute of Psychical Studies. Beyond those details, I have chosen for my own safety to remain anonymous and let my work here speak for itself. Together with my colleagues, I decided to record this walking tour as a public service for those with open minds who are willing to learn the truth about this strange, fascinating, and perhaps world-shaking location. We hope that everyone who listens will learn something, but we feel a special urgency to educate those with psychic or esoteric sensitivities who might experience otherwise unexplainable sensations while visiting the parks. We don't want anyone to mistakenly follow in the footsteps of Cornelia Reyes and disappear during a psychic overload. Thus far, most of our research has focused on the Magic Kingdom. It is the oldest area in the park and thus has the longest history of esoteric manifestations. This tour will guide you through the entire park and will no doubt prove fascinating and sometimes even alarming. Please note that we are not responsible for any mental psychic, or physical trauma that you experience while listening to this tour. If you fear for your well-being in any way, then I urge you to stop listening at once. Some people feel better not knowing. Some people are safer, shrouded in ignorance. Reedy Creek Esoteric Response More than 20 million people visited the Magic Kingdom last year. That's well over 20 times more than visit the world's second most popular leyline nexus point, Stonehenge. Only a small percentage of them directly experienced anything both discomforting and unexplainable. This impressive safety record is no accident. It is largely thanks to the diligent and secretive efforts of the mysterious Reedy Creek Esoteric Response Unit. In 1967, the Reedy Creek Drainage District was changed by the Florida Legislature into the Reedy Creek Improvement District, a 25,000-acre region that includes parts of both Orange and Osceola counties, and which is home to the cities of Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista. Most importantly, it is Disney World. Reedy Creek exists to literally facilitate the existence of the four theme parks and their associated properties. It manages essential public services and maintains the infrastructure. For more information, go to www.rcid.org. What you won't find on that website 
is any mention of or job listings for the Reedy Creek Esoteric Response Unit, nor will you get anyone from the Board of Supervisors to admit to its existence or see any line in the annual budget that accounts for its sizable expenses. RCER, as it is usually referred to in internal documents, exists between the lines of the account books and operates independently from the bureaucracy that runs the theme parks and resorts. Thanks to a few former employees who have contacted me under the promise of anonymity, I have learned some important facts about the organization. I will share everything I can with you over the course of this tour. I know full well that RCER will not be happy with this project. I have no desire to antagonize them, and I know better than most that they are operating under extraordinary pressures and restraints. I will state here, for the record, that if any Reedy Creek esoteric response agent or other Disney World cast member asks you to do something, quote, for your own safety, you should comply. The chances that you are going to be taken to a secret interrogation facility to have your memories adjusted are vanishingly small compared to the likelihood that there is some real risk that the agent is trying to protect you from. How you can help. As you shall soon learn from this tour, the history of Walt Disney World is one of constant change and evolution. These days, changes seem to come faster and faster. Some say this is out of crass commercialism. Other sources indicate some larger esoteric goal at work, a grand design with global implications that may change the fate of all humanity. Either way, we shall do our best to keep you informed of these changes. This tour was created in 2017 and reflects the state of the park at that time. For the latest information, subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and join our Facebook group. There you can inform us of new developments, submit tips and sightings, and learn about special live events and research expeditions. Disclaimer. This podcast is not endorsed by or in any way authorized by the Walt Disney Corporation or any of its subsidiaries or employees. It is a work of entertainment and parody. Since the true identity and even the actual existence of the researcher who supposedly sent these files to me is questionable at best, all material is copyright Rick Dakin. That's me, the conduit for this supposedly esoteric knowledge. Thank you.